Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Sina, I am so excited to have you back on the show because holy moly, I got a lot of awesome feedback from the last time that we did an episode. I think people really vibe with our completely different brains that process things so uniquely. And so I'm excited to dive into some things on our new little segment here, the His and Her pep talk episode. I love it. The name is awesome. I'm glad to be back. I'm happy that people had such good uh, responses to our last one and that we can provide different views on things and it's helpful. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about two things that we were totally wrong about. Number one, this concept that one day you just like arrive and you've made it, which is (laughs) so funny because it's so Totally wrong. Uh, number two is that inspiration is only based off of accomplishment, which I think a lot of people are going to connect with your perspective. And then, you know, my take on this too. So this is going to be so much fun. Thank you for being here. And okay, let's just dive into the first one. This concept of like you arrive, you've made it. Tell them a little bit. I think what would be cool would be to hear about your transition from NYU dental school into your first job as a practicing dentist, because there's so many little like nuggets in there that I think they'll love. Yeah, definitely. All right. So for those of you that don't know, I'm a dentist here in San Diego and I went to NYU dental. And at the time of recording this podcast, I've been out two years now. And we moved here in August 2018, where I began my first job as a real-life dentist. (laughs) Real-life dentist. (laughs) Now, I thought that as soon as I got the degree and I graduated, I would be good to go. I got my license. Everything's going to be smooth sailing from there. Since, you know, I studied that for four years, I got all the knowledge. I got all the background and and the skills. And I was dead wrong. (laughs) That was just the part of it. Yeah. When I got started... I didn't realize that you actually have to work to build up the confidence to become a good dentist yeah. and always be working on that. And that was the one thing I really got wrong. And it, I almost let the, the, the title precede the work of becoming a confident dentist. Oh, snap. So good. And although I knew all the background on how to be a dentist, you still have to apply it. And this can apply to anything mm-hmm. in your life. Of You can get all the background knowledge you need, but until you start start working and building up that those skills and that confidence of day in and day out, those little tiny wins every day in different aspects of your job or your life or your work, that's where you really get to build that feeling of accomplishment and, and that proud feeling of yourself. It's not just getting to a spot and thinking that you're set for the rest of your, your life because that's not going to work. And yeah. I quickly realized that as we transitioned in, I had to make sure I worked on my communication skills, my working with coworkers, working with different types of people, and not just the technical aspect of being a dentist. And that was the one area that I overlooked of holistically looking at the situation and how I can improve 
and build that confidence. And now sitting here two years into practicing, I've built a lot of it up, but I'm always building it up. Yeah. You know, luckily I'm in a really good uh, practice where I get a lot of good mentorship and everything. And I've come a long ways, but I'm also trying to actively build that every day that I go in. And I think you can apply that to any part of your life. And oh, for sure. That, uh, you know, little pieces of your day and let those wins stack up and build that confidence up. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because I remember feeling like as, you know, the significant other seeing you go into this role and I had the same expectations. I was like, he went, you know, you got a biochem like undergrad degree from university of Washington. You went to NYU, like you'd literally been studying for so long, had done so many like clinical rotations and all that stuff. I'm like, Oh, he's just going to switch right into being a dentist. And it's like, duh, experience is the best teacher. So of course you're qualified, but just like any role, like you said, you're going to get better when you put your reps in just like anyone who's starting a podcast you're gonna get better even if you like know how to start a podcast you have to just put your reps in you've got to get that experience under your belt yeah it's even like i guess like driving a car you get your license but like when you're 16 going out on the freeway i bet you're not as confident as now where you probably drive somewhere and have no idea how you even got there because you aren't even thinking about it because you've done it so many times and it's like you just have to go through the time and those experiences and and actively working on it yeah develop that mindset of you don't just get to a place and you've arrived and you're good to go for the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, and it just made me think when you said the car thing too, it's like, yes, we're definitely better drivers than we were, you know, 15 years ago when we started driving, but it's also because you've done it so many times that when you get into a car, you don't have to consciously think about like the habit of putting your key in the ignition Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be, because now that habit loop has moved into a different part of our brain, which, you know, I'm obsessed with talking about this. Um, But I just think that's really powerful that we're not, you know, having to create those habits in our prefrontal cortex, but we've already just like put our reps in so so good yeah and I know like with you you really that transition from corporate world to you know studying entrepreneurial journey mm. and all that you've you've kind of had that same experience um in a different way but very similar yeah <laughs> I think for me I had this idea that, you know, once I, so I was building my business, which my first business for anyone that doesn't know was partnering with Beachbody, a network marketing business, which I still have. I still mentor my existing team, although it's not my primary focus anymore. Um, but I remember thinking, okay, um, we were at this big event. Like, I mean, I know you remember this, like it was yesterday. It was in 2014 and we were sitting there and I was listening to someone speak on the stage that was training this, you know, group of, I don't know, 10,000 people that were there. And I was thinking, wow, once I get to the point that I'm on that stage and this is my full-time job, then I'm going to feel like I know everything. Like I've arrived. I'm just going to be so confident. I'm going to know how to handle everything that comes my way. But in reality, I did end up getting there, right? Like you had said to me, you're like, one day you're going to be on that stage. And I was, and then I was speaking to 10,000 people and I was training them on something that I definitely was qualified to do, but I didn't feel like I had arrived. I felt like I was just at a different level and I needed to build confidence to go to that next level. But I think sometimes we idealize like the accomplishment or the achievement, or once I get there, it's going to be easier. And we forget that once you get there, then you're just going to have different problems. Um, You're going to have different things that you're going to have to navigate. You're going to have different insecurities and that you're going to have to build confidence. And I think it's really important that 
you know, the listeners hear us say that like when you've accomplished that big thing, that dream that you've been working toward, that you're just going to have to dance with a new normal, which is that you're going to then have something else that you want to accomplish, whether that's another goal or that's another level of confidence within your own career path. But it's going to feel uncomfortable because growth doesn't feel good. And I just think it's really important for them to like hear that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like that piece you just said of when you, when you have that mindset of when I get there, I'll be good. It, it's okay to set a goal that you're looking forward to. Um, but realize that when you get there, there will be that uncomfortable feeling and it shouldn't be a letdown. It should be expected. Yeah. That the, that it's a, just a different level. And while you can be happy that you got there, don't overvalue that with the hard work that it still takes to, to either maintain or grow, or I'm not sure what your goals are, where to get to, but yep. uh, for you and your life personally, but um, you, the you listener, know, not me, you, the listener. <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely know my goals. Yeah, I'm telling you them all the time. <laughs> yeah. But it's an interesting aspect to, to be excited for that, but not be let down when, when it is hard still. Yeah. Oh, such a good lesson. And every single thing that we've done, right? Like obviously for anyone that doesn't know, we've been together for 11 and a half years. So we've gone through all sorts of like, whether that's education, us getting undergrad, seeing them going to NYU, different businesses, career transitions, you know, two cross country moves. It's just like, sometimes that, that desire to arrive and just think that it's going to be easy is like human nature. But if you go in with the expectation of, I'm going to be proud of myself when I get there, I'm going to be excited, but then I'm going to set the next thing. Um, I feel like that's so important. Yeah. So, okay. I feel like that moves really well into number two, which is this concept of you know, thinking that inspiration or that like you're only impressive when you've accomplished something. And I know for you as like an Enneagram three goal oriented achiever, which a lot of women that listen to this podcast can connect with your perspective on this because some of them think I'm just like a weird, weird out that gets really pumped, which is true. But I think your perspective on this is really important. Oh, for sure. And this one is like, I really proud of myself for the way I'm thinking about this one now. And I, so like Keisha said, I'm an Enneagram three goal driven achiever, um, in a healthy way now, Yeah, I would say. Um, and I used to think, you know, in, I, I was inspired by people that have already accomplished something really big just that I could strive for that. So while my brain doesn't work like, like yours, Keisha, like yeah. you're very like during the process yep. very naturally and you, you love that about it. And I love that about you. But I'm, I was more goal, I'll be happy when I get there kind of yeah. person. And really, I would always look at people that were successful and be like, I can't wait to get there. I'll be happy when I get there. I'll have joy when I get there. And now it's really like you can be an inspiration to someone even if you're not there yet. Yeah. And, and, and every single person that's listening to this is an is- inspiration to someone even if they haven't reached their goal yet. Yep. So for example, I'll use one right now that I'm going through in real time is Dave Hollis, uh, husband to Rachel Hollis. I'm sure. Episode number three on the podcast. If you want to check him out. Yeah. Go back. Can we just talk about when he was on the podcast that I was FaceTiming you while you were at work because I was like peeing my pants because I was so excited. Uh, Yeah. I remember that. And (laughs) linked in the show notes. I always wanted to say that. I hear you say that. Oh, there you go. Okay. Sorry. Continue. So I'm, <laughs> I'm reading his book right now and it, it's really good. Recommend it. Um, but I'm really inspired by him, not because of what he's accomplished in his life. He used to be the president of distribution at Disney, made a lot of money. His job was relatively easy, 
I always, I always used to think the goal was let's get to a place where you're successful and life gets easier. Mm-hmm. And he writes about this in the book, how he got to the place that he was really successful and he didn't really have to do a lot of work to sell. He was selling Marvel movies and Disney movies to theaters. I mean, every theater is going to buy that. Yeah. So it really wasn't hard for him. And what I'm most inspired actually from him now is he chose to leave that to pursue building his company with Rachel Hollis, their mm-hmm. family company that they're building now. Yeah. And while that's not everyone's dream to, to leave and work with their spouse or start a business like that, it's inspiring that he chose the hard thing to do over the comfy thing to do. Cause that's something that I'm really working on now to make mm-hmm. sure I'm choosing the hard because that's how you grow. That's how you accomplish things. And the inspiration wasn't that he, he built up that, that job at Disney. The inspiration is he chose to leave the easy thing and go for the hard. So while yes, that's an extreme example on a, on a greater scale, yeah. you're an inspiration to anyone who's yeah. listening to this and people are wishing they're at your place that you are now, whether yeah. you know it or not, there's, you know, whether it's your family, your kids, your cousin, your friends, anyone. Yeah. And it's just keeping that in mind that you're always an inspiration. And yeah. You're always striving for the accomplishment, but people yeah. will be more inspired about your journey than your accolades when you get there. It It's so true. And I posted something on Instagram uh, the other week about how the woman that you often admire, like, so to the listener, the person that you admire, there is someone out there that is thinking that about you, right? Like you're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she's killing it. Like she's rocking it in her business or look at her butt, like and her baby. I don't know, whatever it is that you're like super pumped about her about. And you're like, she's killing it. Someone literally thinks that about you with the stage mm-hmm. that you're in right now. And while I haven't personally got as much caught up in like, I'll be an inspiration when I get there um, as you have just the way our brains are different. I have always been so intentional to think, who am I inspired by? And why am I inspired by them? So to the listener, think about this. Like, what is it about that person that's inspiring to you? Because for me, I'm inspired by the woman that's willing to show the messy behind the scenes. I'm inspired by the woman that is like talking about her failures and what she learned from it and her resilience and her grit and that she's humble, even if she's accomplished a lot and that she's an advocate for other women or whatever it is, right? Those are the women that inspire me because they're talking about the journey. I don't get inspired just because you've done this or your business has made this amount of money or your launch did this or you wrote this book or you're this title. And I've never really like been striving for that as much, as much as I've been like, how can I just be myself? Because I think the source of inspiration that any of us can do is to just show up as yourself a little bit more because someone out there needs you doing it your exact way and being real about the process. So like seeing what you just said of, you know, Dave, it's like, you thought at first that being the president of theatrical distribution at Walt Disney Company, like, oh my gosh, you've made it, like red carpet stuff, like multi-million dollar salary, like people respect you, you've got a big team, like you're, you're secure, everything's good now. But in reality, what you're finding, like you're reading this book and you're pausing it, pausing the book, or you're like, you know, stopping reading and you're telling me, you're like, Keish, did you know about this? Like Dave did this during this stage and it's random things that you're like, I'm just so inspired by the person that's willing to talk about this. Like as a man talking about that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, and to the person listening, 
your accomplishment is big enough to share. Like yeah. you look around on social media and you can easily get distracted by this person bought a house. This person has had a baby. They got married. They bought a car. They did this and think that those are only worth, those are the only worthy things of talking about, yeah. but it's not the, the people are inspired by real people that are going through the journey. And like your win is big enough to share yep. with your community, wherever, however, whoever that may be. Your yeah. immediate family, your friends, your team, anything like that. So yeah, it is an inspiration. It's so true. So to kind of tie this all up in a bow, essentially what we talked about, the concept that one day you arrive and you've made it is literally just BS. Like that's just not a thing. You never arrive. And honestly, like when you think about it, like I don't want to ever arrive at anything because then you're just going to be complacent sitting there. Mm-hmm. Like- I just feel like as humans, we love progress. We would love growth. We love working towards the next thing. And that's where so much of the fulfillment in my life has come from. When people ask me like, why are you so energized? Why are you so excited? Why are you so passionate? Which, Sina, you know better than anyone that that's real. That's how I am. But it's like, because I'm constantly like, what's next? Oh, what can I get excited about? How can I make this more fun? How can I fall more in love with the process rather than what the process could produce? And I think if we could just help them really like shake that idea that you're, you're never really going to arrive, that it just gives you so much peace. Yeah. And, it, and when you get to a place, you don't always have to be moving so fast. You can yeah. slow down or speed up, but you never actually arrive anywhere and stop. Yeah. The biggest point. And if you do, then you're going to feel stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one was, of course, that inspiration is only based off accomplishment, which we've kind of made pretty crystal clear that that is not the truth. Squash that for sure. Squash that. Well, that was a really fun his and her pep talk. Thanks for being on the show. I will see you in the kitchen for lunch (laughs) in three minutes. Okay. We're going to have to take the dog out. Okay. And we're going to take Lizzie out. All right. All right. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.